This podcast is recorded using Adobe Audition and is distributed to supporting podcast applications via Anchor. If you'd like to support us, be sure to check out our Instagram page at Jake and Mel Podcast or submit feedback to us at our email, jakeandmelpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure it poops out a little bit on the sides, just so we get a nice frame around that forehead. I was really thinking, uh, I was really thinking mohawk, you know? No, no, like the reverse. But, but like instead of like, like high school fucking science teacher or math teacher. Yeah, words. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they've, they've the, never the, been married. The haircut is the uh, the airplane neck pillow. <laughs> I can see you with that. I was gonna do a front mullet. Isn't that kind of like with long hair on top, but like short hair on the sides? Isn't that kind of what that is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Or no, wait, that's the reverse mullet, right? Where where your, the sides of your hair are super Dude, long, the mullet but then is coming the top back. is like basically bald. The mullet is actually coming back. It's, I hate it. <laughs> you say that and then you're going to so dumb. See. I'm not. I'm not. The only way I would ever grow out a mullet is if I completely gave up on life stopped working out and grew out a keg and uh shaved my beard off and only kept a no, the only way... mustache and started washing nascar then i then i have a mullet wouldn't it be cool though if you were just like you do the reverse just start taking various cycles of steroids be jacked <laughs> as fuck and then you have a mullet and then what, what is anybody gonna fucking say to you they're right. gonna say hey you look like a roided piece of shit with a mullet <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're probably not going to say that. They're just going to be like, oh, look at that guy. Look at that guy. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> that fucking guy. No, yeah. no, I couldn't do the mullet. I, you, could get a, um, uh, you could get a perm. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely do that. <laughs> I'll get a perm on my beard. How about that? Ooh. Looks like, some, like a fucking, uh, like an Assyrian or Babylonian yeah. with their wavy beards. <laughs> It's just, you have to square it though, so it looks like just a square, <laughs> like rectangle, no, a triangle, that's got the, the wave, the triangle beard. Have you seen that? Yeah. Well, no. They have they they would either have the square or the triangle with the waves, <laughs> and then they would have the heavy caked on eyeliner. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Then they would have like the super colorful like silk I'll, robes. And I'll stuff. dress up like Xerxes from Three Hundred, but with beard. Well, but like pre. Didn't he have a? Did, didn't he have a beard? No. So he was bald. In real life. He, so in the yes, no. In real life, he had long hair and a beard. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, apparently he was still a large man. Yeah, and, probably. I mean, not that much of a monster. I'm sure he was like 6'6 six, six or some shit like that, which is huge for that era when everybody was like 5'2". Yeah. <laughs> but, 
looking at him like, Dude, it was Jesus Christ. It was true that his father locked him in a courtyard at night with a tiger or a lion or whatever the fuck it was. Really? Yeah. He gave him a spear and he's like, don't come back until you. Wait, you know. Xerxes? Yeah. His father, his father locked. Um, Who the fuck was his father? Was this, was this his father or was first? his uncle? No. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because the only Persian kings that I remember are Cyrus. Um, also, but pronounced Kairos, not fucking Cyrus. We just pronounce it Cyrus. Whatever. Um, Darius and then Xerxes. I don't those are the only ones off the top. And yeah. Nebuchadnezzar, I think. But Well, there's a I can't remember yeah. if there is an extended version of 300 or if it's in the second one. It's in the second one where you see him where bef- before he's like the god mode. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah, a regular he, ass dude. Yeah, yeah he's a regular ass dude. The, and then he walks into the fucking pool and comes out this monstrosity. Yeah, they, they, show, they show the part where he has to fight the fucking tiger. Or yeah. Because yeah, his dad, no shit, did that. <laughs> like, oh, gee, thanks, dad. <laughs> I want to watch those movies now. Dude, I haven't watched. So. I'd watched 300 a billion times just being in the military, but um, the second one, dude, I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters. And that um, came out a long time ago now. It actually. did. I don't think I even saw that one in theaters. I think I rented it after the fact. It wasn't bad. I've People didn't like it because they're like, oh, well, they're not. It's not um, the Spartans. I was like, yeah, it's the other half of what was happening. Yeah. Which and is so do- cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, the, it was the ship battles. And I mean, it was definitely overdone like both of them were, but I mean, it was still cool to see like I actually a saw, um, version of ancient naval warfare. So I actually saw 300 with my grandmother and my cousin. What? <laughs> well, yeah, no, we went and it was a great day. We went and saw a movie and we're just, and the three of us were like, want to see another one? And she's like, yeah. And she actually, she's like, she's like, oh, it was, it was, she's like, I liked the action. She's like, it was a little, um, she, I think her exact words were, she's like, it focused a little bit too heavily on, like, the glory part of things. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. But she didn't seem, I mean, the only part that I thought was going to be awkward is, like, the weird about, fucking sex scenes. Yeah, I was about to like, say that. I was like, oh. Seems like a weird, it especially is, the like, second one. Well, she she watches a lot of movies. She'll put on whatever's on TV and then watch it. Yeah. Um. No, I don't, she didn't see this. No, I saw the first one with her. First one. Got second it. one I saw sometimes. But about to say, the second one has, like, a whole. But actually, this Cabin me, scene that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> About that. Um, but that actually led me to um uh, remember remember the story we would were listening about? So it was in Afghanistan, I believe. The where, giant in the cave? Yes. So yeah. that story, I thought that that's actually a pretty freaking interesting segue there, because um the story goes, I I've been trying to find where that story first came from. I mean, I think it's a cool story. I doubt because I haven't been able to find anything else about it other than, you know, just reprints of the same story. But then again, there are a billion um, other kind of Afghanistan stories that I've heard. Um, but basically what it was is it was there were Green Berets and one of their, I guess, A-teams is what they're called in Green Berets. It's like a 12-man team um, was missing. I don't know if it was the full 12-man team or if they had somehow had some observation post set up somewhere with, like, I don't know, fucking four to six dudes or whatever. Um, They went missing, went looking for them, and they found some of their gear, and they found blood. And then they, I think they eventually found either one of the bodies or they found the radio and it had been destroyed. And as they're, and it's right outside this cave, and then they're looking at it, and right as they do, this absolutely monstrous man that was impossibly tall comes out. 
and he's got a spear in his hand, and apparently he just thrust his spear stri- straight through whoever was closest to him. Um, it was Xerxes. <laughs> and <laughs> apparently they fucking lit him the fuck up, and it took, they emptied mags into that guy, and it took him forever to die. And then they called it in, and I guess um, when all was said and done, they uh, another group came, and they kind of wrapped the body up and took it away in a helicopter with them. Yeah, and, and like told the guys they couldn't say anything. Yeah, they signed, I imagine they signed like an NDA or something. And now what people have speculated in the comments and stuff whenever, like if you look at on Reddit or whatever, is that it was one of the um, Nephilim. So in the Bible, or was it, is it the Dead Sea Scrolls? Where like yeah. before, um, was it Noah's Flood? Or bef- before humans, there was a race of giants. And then they were just not it they were violent and they weren't the bee's knees yeah that's the exact words he's like you know what this ain't it god was like you know what i don't like this data i don't like this software version let's uh let's let's go to the next one dude it's like the fucking wipe it out yeah and that's what people like oh that's what it could be survive remember that i mean i don't i don't know i mean who knows i mean it could have the story could have been exaggerated there are or it could have just been like there are I mean, I've there have been seen plenty of stories and accounts stuff because um of just super fucking tall people in Afghanistan. So I mean, it could have just been us a fucking dude. I mean, just because some dude was living in the fucking highlands by himself with a spear, but I mean, if he's capable of wiping out a whole fucking Green Beret ODA, um, fucking eighteen, then <laughs> I mean, yeah. but I thought that story was pretty cool. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, it was like. I don't know. It, it's been around for a while, but it kind of resurfaced and was becoming popular back in 2019. Yeah. Um, and there've um, been like similar stories. I mean, it's another one of those cryptid stories that you're like, Oh, this is really cool. And of course it's like, it's fully dependent on what you believe. Um, it's dependent on, but I mean, it was, where the fuck you know, is the source? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's who's, I wanted, yeah. Who's the source? Who's right, the exactly. source? Um, who posted it? When was it first posted? There might be somebody out there who might, um, who might know, but I mean, I haven't found it yet. Um, I found there's a YouTube channel that we like watching, um, that he covered it early on. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that, that, but I was like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in Afghanistan about that stuff. Um, a billion ghost stories and stuff. You know what I mean? That I've heard, um, I'm not going to steal the, some of the thunder from some, actually in the next, I'll save those for our next spooky episode. I actually had, um, an Afghanistan ghost story that was submitted. I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. So we're going to save that for next time. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where sometimes those myths become, uh, I mean, they got to come from somewhere, right? So, yeah, you know, all, all good legends are based off of some fact. Oh, yeah, there's, um, um, I mean, like a good example is like Atlantis. So, you know, there's a, there's a popular oh, yeah. theory right now that, the city of Atlantis, and I'm talking about like the historical regular human city, not the fucking mythical underwater sea people city, um, was in the there's a place in the Sahara Desert called the Eye of the Sahara. And it's like a collection of rings that are out in the desert. And it's a pretty remote location. So it's been kind of hard for excavators to go out there. Uh, but I believe a couple of pots and things like that have been found. And so the working theory right now, and it's gained popularity over the last couple of years, is that that spot is actually where Atlantis used to be because the Sahara wasn't always uh, a desert. It used to be um, part 
not swamp, but it, it used to have like lots of river and waterways and it was a lush kind of green forest area, jungle area. And so, you know, the working theory is that, that that's where the city was, that the, the ocean was actually a lot closer to the land and the city was tucked right there in that spot connecting to the ocean and it had a collection of rings. Mm-hmm. So the water would flow in and it would flow around the buildings in a collection of rings with the uh, the main structures being in the most interior ring. And it was a probably some kind of port city that was... Uh, you know, popular and and splendorous because of its location. And then over as time kind of went on, things happened. Maybe it got pillaged or raided. You know, just the the changing of the area, and eventually it was swallowed up by the the desert. I mean, that's that's like that's totally plausible to me. No fantasy there. Just um, human history. That would be really cool if we could like confirm that and, actually, and bring it into the pages of reality. Um. Interestingly enough, um, if you think about it, I mean, people always refer to deserts as the sea, so Atlanta's getting swallowed by the sea could be the fucking desert. Yeah. And actually, like, the whole, like, the ring ship thing is not that um, too crazy, because I think it was Carthage, um, which is in modern-day Tunisia, and if you ever watched the History Channel like I did, that was home of Hannibal. Hannibal being the dude that um, marched all the elephants across, was at the Alps and attacked Rome. Um, they had a really cool, if you look at... Yeah, he was it, the closest to uh, invading and dethroning Yeah, he did invade, and he fucked him up for a while. Well, he didn't, he didn't make it all the um, way into Rome, right? I, I, I think he made it to so northern Italy, and then he got... Info. Um, but I want to say it was Carthage had this docking system where basically they had like an artificial river. Either that or they had built a city out that kind of goes in and then there was this big circular dock and the ships and there was a big dome in the center so it was a big like kind of like a roundabout for ships and the ships could actually park inside that dome or in the walls of the uh, roundabout and basically it was just like a like a boat parking lot and it looks sick and you can you can see the remains of it today which is fucking sick that's fucking. I didn't know about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can look it up. It's crazy all the stuff that we had back in the back in the day, back in the ancient day. Oh, like, dude, like there was the uh, the pre way more advanced than pre Bronze Age collapse. Like it's like when when you, people think of Bronze Age, you're like, well, that's before Greece and Rome, so therefore it was pretty low tech. You know, and it was like, oh, no, it's not all, it at all, right? You had the Persians, the Babylonians, the Assyrians. You had um, you know, you know, whatever the freaking modern day Scandinavia and, you know, China, all these nations had things going on. And some of these empires, like, you know, if Atlantis was real, there were, there were now we know for a fact that the reason we don't know shit about these people is because whenever one of them fell, the other nation would pretty much either raise the city to the ground or they would take all of their literature and their books and their arts and their statues, um, yeah, they just I want to say everything. the Babylonians basically completely sacked um, Jerusalem, kicked all the Jews out, took all of their artifacts and everything, right, and took them from themselves, and he and they decorated um, Babylon with it. And when the Persians conquered Babylon, they took all of that shit back, 
told the Jews, hey, go back to Jerusalem. They kicked all the Babylonians out of Jerusalem, and then they handed them all of their religious artifacts and everything back. So that's a case where an empire actually, interestingly enough, saved um, a whole civilization. Um, you know what I mean? And then we look at, like, the you know, when the Library of Alexandria was burned to the ground, it said the, the amount of history that was lost it's not that humans sucked at fucking writing history i mean they did but th what we did have was has just been destroyed yeah you know so now we're just piecing stuff together yeah for because some of these empires time. you know ruled as long if not longer than the roman empire yeah you know they just we massively have a lot. predated yeah we don't have a lot of info on them no like there, there was a uh was it you that i was talking about um with no, sorry. I've been reading um, a book called Eaters of the Dead, which I've been meaning to read for the longest fucking time. You know what I'm talking about? 13th Warrior? Yes. So... The the book that the movie's based yep. off of. So yeah. that book, basically, that story was... I'm going to butcher the fucking guy's name. There was a... Um, we talked about this before, didn't we? Briefly, no, I'm not talking about the 13th Warrior, but I'm talking more about, um, I want to talk about kind of what the book was stating. Um, the guy's name is Eben Fahad? He, his name's actually really fucking long. Um, I'm pretty sure all that means is um, son of, it just keeps, his name just keeps repeating. Um, but he was an ambassador and he, they actually used his, some of his text, what they, they believe is actually his and not either an embellishment or a copy, as kind of um, like a look into that era because he basically was, instead of writing a story, like a fantastic story, like, you know, you look at Greece and stuff, if anybody ever went out to a new place, they would always talk about these fantastic beasts and these weird fucking peoples and all these crazy exploits. But he literally wrote everything like he was auditing. You know, he just said, they did this, they did this. And if he didn't like what they were doing, he didn't, he was just like, oh, I found this distasteful, moving on. You know what I mean? And um, they actually found that it kind of sparked my kind of rabbit hole that I went down the other day where, you know, whether or not the Scandinavians, Vikings, or whatever you want to call them, um, had a civilization um, is, you know, what can be considered a, a nation, I guess, is hotly debated. Most people say no. Um but the way he describes things, and he's like, a lot of times, he's like, a lot of their metallurgy and stuff like that, and the things that they did predates, you know, it says they, especially with carbon dating, um, getting basically thrown out the window, and like some of the new kind of dating techniques, they realized that some of these technologies and things that they had outdated a lot of other civilizations. And it, the same with, um, dude, I, I lose track of all these fucking things that I read. Um, <laughs> Another civilization that said that they predated, said the technology they had was some, you know, predated like the Assyrians, but was on par with some of the stuff that we didn't see until like Rome and, you know, which is absurd. It's like we have these whole fucking nations, don't know shit about them, don't know what they're called. You know what I mean? Um, the same with like the Sea People that, you know, they were literally just called the Sea People. All we know is that they came in along the coast of... Um, I don't know if it, where in the fucking Mediterranean or North Africa, and they just 
obliterated some of these nations. We have no idea who the fuck they are, where the fuck they came from, know nothing about them other than in texts saying they came from the sea, they just obliterated everybody, and then pretty much after that, um, it was the collapse of the Bronze Age. Wow. Yeah, like, isn't that, like, isn't that absurd? Like, if you could, like... Atlantis! (laughs) You're like, you know, like, yeah, but it's like, the fact that we know so little, and it's like... It's not that we didn't write that shit down. It was the shit was written down and then it was burned or yeah. it was fucking destroyed. Yeah, by constant, constant battling back and forth, empires over the ages, even smaller factions over the ages. Yeah, Pretty interesting like- stuff to think about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, like, um, trust me, like, I don't know if we can turn this whole episode into me rambling about ancient civilizations, but. You know, I always try to point at like Dan Carlin. He's a uh, he makes these really long form podcasts. Um, we're talking about like three hours an episode, three, four, five hours. Um, usually, God takes me. damn, five hour podcast. Episodes? Well, dude, he, I'm I'm doing Supernova in the East, and it's a five part series, and each one's three to four hours. Jesus. Um, but if you want to learn about like some of the early civilizations, um, King of Kings, which is about Persia. And like kind of he sets up the time and the setting and everything before basically the rise of the empire and shit like that. Dude, and I learned so much from just that guy's podcast that we were never taught in school. We didn't learn anything about any of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. And you know, it's a, you know, I mean it, it's it's really hard to like kind of get a grasp on what life was actually like back then and it's broadened and kind of completely changed what I thought of because you think of like you know you look at we'll say anywhere from 1 BCE to 1 um was it CE you know what I mean you know in the Bible the birth of Christ and stuff like that right that's considered it used to be BC and then 80 you know it's um you know you look at all these you know what kind of depictions we have and it's fairly rudimentary you know what I mean? But the vastness of these fucking empires and like the technology and how their culture fucking worked was extremely fucking advanced. You know, and it just blows my mind that I didn't learn about this stuff sooner. Yeah, it almost like, uh, quantifies it differently how far we've come. Yeah. Dude, think about how fucking shitty we are at recording things now. <laughs> Dude, I. What, this podcast? Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, you look at, like, try to, like, you know, like, just think of the stuff that, like, gets pushed to the back burner, or maybe it was an event that wasn't something that they were like, oh, fuck, maybe let's keep this one out of the history books, you know, and then it kind of dies, except for maybe a handful of firsthand accounts. It was like, it's not in any official history books or anything, you know what I mean? Like, the, um, you know, the kind of books that I've been reading lately have kind of, like, you know, they'll either say X, Y, Z event, these people, and it's kind of, it keeps branching out on these different uh, rabbit holes for me to go down. You know, there's the amount of extreme fucking shit the United States government has done. Dude, speaking of rabbit holes, I don't even know what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? So what we were we supposed, supposed to, to start about? roughly with um catching up on Falcon Winter Soldier obviously by the time this episode airs ah uh, yes final episode of Captain and the not, season why finale am I saying Captain Winter Soldier fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier Captain Falcon yes Captain Soldier Falcon Winter. 
and <laughs> and White Panther. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we were going to talk about episode five because Friday, next episode's going to be fucking dope because season finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which now they're talking about expanding it from a mini series. Let's just go ahead and say series. right here at a minute, what, what is it, 24 minutes? This is the this is start of spoilers. So yes. timestamps will be in the description. We are headed into spoiler territory. You've been warned. If the timestamps are not in the description, I'm not the one who makes the description, so just know that. If they are not in the description, then it is entirely my fault, and you can entirely suck it. I'm just kidding. We'll we'll get <laughs> it in there. Um, um, yeah, Friday also Mortal Kombat comes out. Yes. Just throw it out there. Let's dive into Winter Soldier. Yes, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, you know, we immediately see Captain America, um, John Walker, basically running away and then he kind of he's having this like mental like oh fuck moment you know what i mean and yeah he goes he's, into this he's warehouse definitely a little shell shock from what he just did sam and bucky you know corner him and they're like and he's like you saw what i had to do you saw that they killed um i almost wanted to say star scream <laughs> battle star <laughs> star scream <laughs> yeah battle star <laughs> And he's like, no, he didn't. You know, they're like, no, he did not. He didn't it kill was, Yeah, it wasn't that guy. It was somebody else. And he's like, he's like, well, they're all terrible. And they're like, well, you have to give us the shield. And that's when the scene from, I think, the previous like trailer where he's like, you don't want to do this. And he's like, no, we do. And they fight him. And he actually kind of fucks both of them up. He breaks both of Falcon's wings. Um, He fuck. Yeah, he he. Yeah, he actually fought. He held his own pretty well. Very well. And I mean, honestly. Which makes think, sense. If you think about it like this, um, both Bucky and um, Sam were soldiers. But you look at the kind of the tier that um, John Walker went to. And it's like way up there. You know what I mean? And then he's been training hard as fuck. And now he's got the serum. You know what I mean? So I have a couple comments with that. Yeah. Because like, first of all. He has to be some kind of a threat, so of course he's going to be able to hold his own. But um, him beating Sam makes sense because A, he's enhanced, and B, he has way more trading than Sam does. So that to me, that is fine. Bucky, on the other hand, probably, like, I I don't know. I was a little skeptical with how I, I feel like Bucky is holding himself back a little bit because of everything that he's been going through because he doesn't want to be a killer anymore. Because if anybody has had the most high-intensity training, it's been Bucky. For decades, he's been trained as a fucking assassin. He's built for one-on-one combat. And he's enhanced, and he's got a metal arm, which on multiple uh, multiple occasions has been proven to be stronger than Captain America. Just just having that metal arm, he has a, a, a slight advantage. So for him to get kind of like not ragdolled but beat around by John Walker, I felt like that was well made sense for the story. But at the end of the day, I was like, ah, it must be because he's like, well, he's holding himself back. Well, here's the thing: is or he, or he's unintentionally I, holding himself back because he's he going through reform. Hold back from John Walker, and I use the kind of my mind's kind of the opposite: is Bucky was a you know a World War II era soldier. And then he was captured, right? And then he was brainwashed, right? And whatever training he got, you know, probably fairly advanced training, you know what I mean? But then you have, on the other hand, you have a guy who, you know, 
former, not just special operations, but tier one special operations, they tend to dabble in martial arts considerably more than some of the other um, lower, you know, special operations tiers and regular run-of-the-mill soldiers and whatnot. Um, and we'll just say that, like, you know, and even then, let's just say he was a soldier that was heavily invested in martial arts, right? And then he already, pre-Captain America, was extor- peak physical condition as just a human being. And then he trained his fucking ass off from there, learning how to fight with the shield. So, you know, yeah, obviously, you don't you don't think you don't think that Hydra got Winter Soldier tier one training. Hydra was in the American and Russian government. You don't think that they got tier one training for him? I mean, he has generations, like generations. Well, he hasn't of, been awake of, that entire time. Yeah, no, but he, every time he was awake, he was either training or killing. So he has like generations of experience He's ex- on oh. different types of battlefields because of the progression of time. And he's like specifically designed as a fucking one man army infiltrator. Well, that's the thing is, so, so he like is, he's gotta be, no, he's, one. He, he's a, he's a badass, you know what I mean? And he's obviously, but that's where I'm trying to differentiate between the two is Bucky has the, you know, obviously more plot armor than, John Walker, um, because he's a main hero now. Um, True. And obviously we don't know anything about Hydra other, you know, we don't know what kind of training, um, you know, the way they kind of showed it where it was just extremely brutal and all of the training was about developing grit. You know what I mean? Like you get fucking shot. So what? Don't even fucking look at it, you know, just keep fight. So it's about almost kind of like the Russian Spetsnaz where the training is more about if you can keep trucking, you know what I mean? If you take the fucking hit and it doesn't phase you, you know, you don't show pain. Right. Um, and it's more about beating you down. Like, of course, you know, and then you have like Navy SEALs have buds where it's just trying to grind away at you. And then that's different. Right. And then of course you can have people say, even in the military now who deployed, you know, year after year, after year, after year, you know, we can have multiple rotations Having combat experience in itself, and even if you were successful and you did, you know, whether you're assessing, that itself doesn't make you tier one because the training that they receive is on a different level. Now, Hydra, extremely well-funded, you know what I mean? So let me ask another would question. Would try to, would presumably give him the best training they can, but I think their training was more on that ruthless obedience and, you know, unhesitating, doing exactly what he needed to to kill people. So let me ask you another question. Yeah. What tier do you think the Wakandans are on? Well, they honestly, rip, they they ripped him apart before well, he got powers. He's still a tier one operator level. Well, honestly, before he had powers, if he got ripped apart by the uh, well, if we're honestly going to have the conversation of tiers, we should throw out the special operations operator tier list because that's training for a military standard and what the military wants. And honestly, the only thing that tier system actually technically means is the kind of missions you get, right? Tier one means that you primarily get what's called like black missions versus green or, um, what is it? Green or white side, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, you know, you get more, um, you know, special mission units get 
the most sensitive missions, right? That's basically all tier one gets means is that it, how critical is this to the United States? This gets completed efficiently and effectively and quickly. Um, but you know, it, it gets, especially it gets real fucking tricky when you get into enhanced people and technology. And, you know, if you look at the, um, I'm not going to be able to say their name right, but the, um, was it three of them or four of them that came in and they fought them? Oh, the, the Wakandan, yeah, uh, the women secret guard, whatever yes. they're called. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce the name either. I, so not off the top of my head, I have to look it up. And the way I look at that is now we're getting in the realm of movie martial arts, right? Where you don't need a gun. You just, if you can punch people in the face and kick people effectively, you know, it makes for a really great movie, but that's where it's trying to fit, you know, well, I think we're out in the weeds with that. I yeah, think I think it, this line of thinking is going to take us out into there, the real weeds because we are talking about the movie verse. We're not talking yeah, about real life. No, no. But if we're talking about like we'll say, um, you know, with them, it's like you're starting to get more into that martial arts. You know, how good are you at martial arts? And obviously, um, if we're just we're, we're we've removed guns and explosives and other special weapons. Um, to be honest, you know, obviously. Bucky, I mean, how often did he, was he snapping people's necks? I mean, probably a lot. Um, so my question is, you don't think that he got some, so here, he here are the facts. Here are the facts. Yes. Uh, John Walker, top tier, top tier guy, mm-hmm. chosen to be the next Captain America, even though he didn't have powers. That says a lot. Yes. Says a lot. Got his ass handed to him consistently throughout the show because yeah. people either had powers or they had better training or better better combat skills, I'll say. Yeah. Not necessarily training. So for Bucky, he has enhancements, augments, yeah. all those years of training and experience in the field, and he spent a good amount of time with the Wakandans in rehabilitation. I guarantee, now we I don't know, but I guarantee that he spent some time training with them in combat. Yeah. Well, that's where. So for him, for for John Walker to get the only thing I can say is that whatever serum he took is stronger than whatever Captain America took. I mean, that's and what Bucky took, and that's there's potentially it. We that, don't. That know. might just be the simple answer because, like, going from um, getting your ass kicked by everybody to yeah, no, I think that's the plot armor for that is the serum he took. You know, but it also makes him crazy. Yeah, we don't know what fucking Bucky got. We don't know what Captain America got. Specific. I mean, we do. But, like, we don't know the specifics. We don't, you know, there's no, like, way to gauge um, the performance increase, you know, percentage-wise or percentile. Um, but I guess if we're going to just compare the fighting, like, unarmed fighting prowess of Bucky and um, John Walker, you know, John Walker would have probably, in the unit he was in, he would have done probably boxing, wrestling, Muay Thai, and jujitsu, maybe a little bit of judo. Um, right to become kind of well-rounded. I mean, there's other shit in there like knife fighting and shit like that too. Um, I you know, so saying is I know Bucky learned to fight, but I don't know how much of it was he was them just fucking beating him until he learned how to fucking fight through it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I Versus felt like he was pretty formal. skilled. I mean, no, there's that whole knife scene in uh, fucking uh, not Civil War, um, Winter Soldier. Where he's flipping the knife around, and he's fighting hand to hand with yeah. Uh, Steve. Yeah, no, I know. And that I mean, screams it, experience, not just tankiness. 
Well, I know that's what I'm saying. But a lot of that training is it says there's. No, I'm not saying he obviously he does he is able to tank through some stuff and he obviously has a lot of training. But you know, it's we're comparing because they said at least the unit that John Walker was in, we have a concrete thing to compare his side to. But with Hydra, we don't know anything really about Hydra. You know, we got glimpses into his training and stuff, and it was usually him being strapped down and screaming because he was leaving Winter Soldier mode. You know what I mean? And and then hit the part where he was fighting the other um, Winter Soldiers or whatever the fuck they were called. Um, so we don't... I guess the, the main factor there is we don't know what Hydra was able to provide. Presumably, you know, as best that they could afford, which is probably a lot. Um yeah, I mean, I would make the I would make the educated assumption because of how deep Hydra was embedded in both the U.S. and Soviet um, governments that they would have access to the Soviet tier one training and the U.S. tier one training or or whatever the high tier training is in the Marvel universe, and yeah. they probably gave it to them. Well, you know, presumably there is a higher level of training in the Marvel universe. Um, you know, the U.S. trainings arguably very easily arguably better than the Russian training. But what it did look like is that, you know, that kind of that you failed, you're going to bleed for it kind of training, which is definitely more indicative of Russia. Yeah. No, I mean, I think just pure martial arts, they might honestly be even. Um, But with, I think that, honestly, I think that the serum that John Walker got was um, more potent. potent. Yeah. We're going to see what he's going to do with his weird homemade fucking garage shield though. Well, I think he's getting his whole suit, like his whole comic book Super Patriot suit, and then that's just the shield that he happens to to don. Is this, does he get his Captain America suit back? Like, is it his own version of it? No, it's it like it's like uh, so the agent. That, so okay, another spoiler from the uh, episode. So my prediction was that he was going to get removed from Captain America and put into some kind of like agency, Which, like they wouldn't get rid of him entirely. And so that's what ends up happening is after the fight between him and Bucky and Sam. Sam and Bucky eventually defeat him and they take the shield and they kind of leave him there. Um, he gets brought before trial um, for the, with the U S government and the same Senator that made him Captain America took it away from him. Um, and he basically said that he would always be Captain America, blah, blah, blah. And so when he's leaving the courtroom, he's with his wife and he gets approached by some uh, agent. Uh, she's like a director for some, you know, CIA-esque no-name fucking agency and she basically says um I can use you yeah call me when you call me when you've decided but it was more of like I'll call you when I need you type thing yes and so presumably they're gonna give him his own suit like it's different it's very like it's it's reminiscent of Captain America's suit but it's like more um god what's a good comparison think like Think think like the guy from um, the boys. Uh, I'm spacing Homelander. Think Homelander's uniform. Homelander's uniform is very patriotic, and yet the style is very uh, uh, not evil, but um, just ah, fuck. What what is a what is a good term to use? It's he's like the style. He's not is, evil. He just believes that. I will do whatever the hell I have to do to protect fascist. That's what I was going to say. It's a very fascist style uniform, even though it uh, like has 
the stars and stripes and colors and everything. It's it's more of like a, a fascist looking uniform, a, a darker looking uniform. And that's what Super Patriots uniform looks like yeah. um, in, in the comics. And I think I saw a still online of what it's going to look like in this episode. And it's basically the same thing. So that'll be very exciting. Um, but the, the, the questions that still haven't been answered here. Um, oh, of course, speaking of uniforms, before I even dive into more of the episode, speaking of uniforms, Sam gets his presumably uniform uh, that was made by the Wakandans. Bucky got it made for him. And I believe it's going to be I mean, at this point, there's no way it can't be his white Captain America uniform, which I can't remember whether or not he has the wings. I think he does. I think he has the wings in addition to the shield, but it's a white uniform. So I th- the the styles are going to be kind of polar opposite. You'll have Sam with uh, the more patriotic looking uniform, the more symbolic uniform and uh, and John Walker with the darker uniform, the more fascist. I'm a super villain yeah. uniform. Uh, which will be a cool little contrast, but we still don't know who the power broker is. Mm-hmm. We like, that whole angle, we we don't even, and, and apparently Zemo's just gone. Like I'm assuming he's going to escape. Like that has to happen. He can't just be gone after he got his mask and he got free and he helped them out. He still has to be a, a character that's on the board somehow. So, yeah. but like right now, the Wakandans have him. Yeah, the Wakandans. Yeah, he's he's not done for sure. That's just. Basically, all that did was wrap up his story arc for the six-episode series. Yeah. Um, and you know what I mean? And we're actually about to move on to Loki here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that would um, be fun. Yeah, and a lot of people are talking about that now because he has the Tesseract. Um, You know, how much of the things that happen in the movies are going to happen because of him? Now, you know, if they're going to be all these little snippets of... You know, these fan theories where Loki did X, Y, Z, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know if we'll touch on that, because in the trailer for Loki, the most recent trailer, it Mm -hmm. shows him losing the Tesseract as soon as he disappears with it because the time police get him. I don't know. I I think. Yeah, he, he teleports away and then he almost instantly gets arrested by the time police. Um, And then it's like he's going to become a time cop or whatever. Whatever the fuck, whatever, whatever's going on with that, it'll be cool though. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, dude. Uh, the biggest thing I want to know is, are they going to take that Loki and tie him back into the main timeline? I think they will because he he died. Obviously, Thanos broke his fucking neck. Yeah, um, that's their way of bringing Loki back because he was a fan favorite, um, and this is their way to tie it around. You know what I mean? And obviously, Vision's back, so that means that certainly, you know, they're all going to be have their own new quirks and stuff because this Loki, if he runs into Thor, which presumably he will, he's gonna be Thor's gonna be like What the fuck? He's gonna be like, You're dead. And he's like, What are you talking about? I'm not fucking dead. I've been alive. He's like, No, you you know, I watched you die. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he I don't he, know, he, Thor's probably gonna be like, son of a bitch. Yeah, no, he's gonna be like because he you know, he it, I think he's gonna stay in this in this timeline. What somehow you know what I mean? Cause Loki doesn't know that Odin's dead. He doesn't know that he died, that Asgard's gone. So I think once Thor runs into him and he's like, it's it's all fucking gone. And then he's like, well, you're the king of Asgard. And he's like, well, yes and no. Well, I don't, I don't even know. The time cops might just tell him all that, depending on what happens in his yeah. series. 
And if they catch so he him, might just know by the time he catches up with Thor if he even does. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they're going to tie these characters back into the movies. This is also going to be presumably for Thor: Love and Thunder, um, the most jacked Thor's ever been. So he's he's, he's definitely it's not uh, the legs. No, dude, that fuck, <laughs> so his arms look. That picture he is showed him. He looked jacked as fuck, but like. I don't. Maybe it was the shorts that he there was. was a, there was a. But he looked his legs. He, he does not have calves, and he was, saw it. It does. Yeah, so he, it was. His legs it was pretty hilarious. There pretty was a. It was like sticky. a video of him playing basketball with some kids, and uh, like his his legs thing. looked like goddamn flamingos. It was <laughs> pretty hilarious. You just see his fucking jacked ass arms and upper body, and then it was like whoop, down to his fucking legs. Well, actually, dude, that was the whole thing because they. A lot of people have Stick been legs. upset because they kept, was it Men's Health came out and they're like, get Jack like Thor. And they came out with, and they had Thor's stunt double and about how he's been struggling to keep up with Chris Hemsworth. And it's like, and the whole thing was, he was, what did he fucking say? He's like, I eat 10 meals a day. We work out three times. You know, these are the workouts we do. Oh, by the way, steroids. And yeah. Well, and that's, well, that was the whole thing. And the people, and then the, some of the people reviewing it and they're like, well, first of all, no one needs to work out three times. Two times a day is, you know, a, what a lot of pro bodybuilders do. But they break up what would normally be a longer workout. Three times is insane. Ten meals a day is absurd, right? There's no – nobody's going to eat fucking ten meals. And then the workouts, he's like, these aren't really bodybuilding workouts. And basically what the whole thing was was supposed to be a smokescreen so that people weren't like, oh, yeah, he uh, – they're def – you know, oh, yeah, they're not taking steroids. Because, like, even the guy even pointed out, they're, like, they had the before picture, and the guy's in, slouched over. He looks like he he hasn't worked out in a couple of days. He just ate, you know what I mean? It's shitty lighting. They made him, he's got, like, a frown. And then they fucking, <laughs> the next picture, they're, like, here he is now. And it's, like, they're, like, and the guy's obviously just fucking worked out, right? He shaved so his, there's no fucking hair in his body and then they put like oil on him and like fucking better lighting yeah and he and a tan and shit and it was like and the guy's yeah, no, reviewing and he's better. like this is not he's like this is the same dude it's just different days he's like everybody feels bloated and like they look like shit sometimes and then other times you're like oh i look pretty good and he's like that's basically all that was there's no doubt that maybe he he was working out harder but they're trying to smoke screen like hey you know we don't want you to think that chris is taking steroids yeah, Even though which I mean, you know, we, we've talked about that before. Like, it doesn't matter because no. at the end of the day, they're being paid millions yes. of dollars to fulfill a role. So it's not like they're competing. Yeah. It's not like they're really doing anything wrong, right? They're not cheating oh, at an Olympic level or God. anything like that. He's he's literally like, hey, we need you to be at this unrealistic body type yep. for the purposes of a role. So we would like you to take this steroids or this, this legal drug to increase and maximize the potential of your body so that you look more in tune with the character that we have in mind. And we're going to pay you millions of dollars for it. That's well, that. I mean, that's a no brainer well, to me, man. Here's what I think. Millions I of dollars. They're not going to specifically tell him, but they're going to be like, Hey, we need you to do whatever you have to, to be this big. You know what I mean? And then like fucking hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, fucking, it might be that for like, legal hey, if purposes. you don't take steroids, you're not going to be big enough to be the fucking God that you're betraying. You know what I mean? And and obviously, but I imagine that they provide them with people that know how to do the cycles the correct oh, way. Oh, you know, sure. They're like, so here's, that they don't fucking like ruin themselves. Well, what they what they would do is be like, here's the here's your celebrity trainer. 
right? And then hopefully, you know, the if you're, you know, if you're going to dabble in that realm, you know, you get a, there's a doctor and then there's a fucking trainer and then there's people like, you know, you get your blood work every week and you get your fucking, your heart checked out before, during and after, like all this thing to make sure you're not fucking yourself up. Because I mean, regardless, you are kind of fucking yourself up, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? I don't give a shit that he's taking steroids at all. I mean, honestly, that's... That's for the role. I mean, you know what I mean? Because he's supposed to be this massive dude and he does look better in that role. You know what I mean? When he's got fucking massive biceps with veins like fucking poking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm excited to see um, Natalie Portman return and be be Lady Thor. Lady Thor. Thor. Yeah. Uh, Jane Foster's Thor. Yeah, because she she has cancer. She's been getting freaking. She's been getting jacked too, dude. Like you know, I don't. I mean, first of all, there's only so jacked that she can get because she's a very small person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she's very tiny. But some of the set p- pictures that I've seen of her walking around, like yo, her shoulders, fucking ridiculous, dude. She could probably overhead press me. Like it. and and again, it could be that she is also taking something. I. Doubt it just from the pictures that I saw. Yeah, it's less likely that it's she It's less be. likely that she's doing it. But, I mean, she looks fucking jacked, too. So, that's going to be cool to see. Also, I doubt that a 110-pound woman could overhead press 150 or 255 pounds. Hey, I'm just saying, you know, the pictures, like, hey. I mean, honestly, at that weight, it'd be lucky no, to she probably could 155. I'm, I'm fucking huge. I'm fucking massive. Yeah, and, 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 and not in a great way. It's all the so, burgers. Yeah, it's all it's all, <laughs> all the waste. But uh, but anyway, yeah, that's I beside mean, the point. What I think is, what's been nice is obviously I think that they're holding back on a lot of the big Marvel releases for the theaters. So they're like, let's focus on the shows because that'll still get us. You know, that'll keep fans entertained. It'll keep interest. Yeah, and it'll keep the interest up because I think what are we getting first? We're getting like Thor and then Guardians three and um. Well, we're getting um. Black Black Widow first. Yes, Black Widow. That's true. Even though it was which to come that's out, like, technically going to be on Disney Plus, and they're probably going to charge us money for it. And I'm not a fan of that, but yeah, whatever. It's going to be. It's you're paying for the subscription. No, pay us twenty dollars so you can watch this. Yeah, pay us thirty dollars. Even though that movie was supposed to come out what like this time last year, or yeah. earlier. Like yeah, it was supposed to be the beginning. I don't know why they sat on, sat on it for so long. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, you know, as an actress or an actor in this current time period. To like see all of these other movies finally release to streaming services and do well. A lot of these movies, even shit movies like <clears throat> Justice League, have done very well <laughs> releasing to uh, these streaming services. To the so to sit there and see all of that success and then kind of like look to your company and they're like, nah, we ain't doing that shit. Fuck that shit. We're gonna wait. And you sit on it and sit on it and sit on it for a whole year. Kind of sucks, man. Kind of does. Yeah, especially when they've all when Disney has released other movies to their streaming service. They've re- yeah, what two, were... three, three movies have been released to Disney Plus. Oh, and then you had other, and they're like, ah, um, but not you, Scarlet Witch. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Black Widow. Look at you the gotta, success. You gotta wait. Look at the success of like King Kong. That was a big movie, right? People would yeah. be like, they'd be like, hey, they could even say, but like, not you know, due to the circumstances, this is what we're gonna do, right? And yeah, it, I mean, the, what they want is obviously. They if, want his if, money. If we, yeah, if, if if four people pay twenty bucks to watch a movie, right? That's not the same as four people playing paying fifteen bucks, you know. And then um, 
to the well, box so, office. Yeah, yeah. For one person paying twenty dollars for four people to watch a movie is not the same as four people paying twenty dollars. It's it's about the money. It's about the money. Yeah, uh, just you know, yeah. as as somebody, and, and maybe it's my naivete, but you know, I feel like if I am an an actor and actress at that level, yeah. I want to get paid, but also I want to see my projects get published, especially yeah. if I if I think or know that they're going to be very good. It would still be, I think, with I mean, now that I mean, you know, we're obviously not going to, you know, COVID seems to be slowly being reined in, right? The time to, you know, they could have released it, you know, and it would have everybody would have rented it, yeah. right? They're like, well, fuck, I can't go to the theaters, or I'm not going to go to the theaters, so. You know, they just didn't want to release, you know, they, you know, they look at how many people are watching like The Mandalorian and then um, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision and stuff. Everybody is all over that stuff. Um, Speaking of theaters. Yes. I, Jess and I are going to be hitting the theaters for the first time since the start of COVID this Sunday to see um, Demon Slayer, the Demon Slayer movie, which is... For those of you that don't know, a popular anime out right now. It's had one season and it's getting its first movie. It's releasing in sub and dub this weekend. Um, and I'm going to see that. Oh, actually, here's some good news. So that'll be fun. Um, it's I cool because they have the they have the so they're, they're still like, I mean, obviously, um, the, like they're they're spacing out the seats. Right. So there's only going to be a handful of people actually in the theater and like, it's like two seats of space between each person, each set of seats that are, that are bought and occupied. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I think one of the, actually one of the things um, that's actually speaking of Disney and movies and things like that, the um, Kenobi series is, we don't know when that's going to come out. Um, but that apparently is going to have Ahsoka in it, and then they the Cassian Andor series. Apparently, they've also announced is going to have Obi Wan and Ahsoka in it again. Yeah, so, so I saw that. Um, it makes sense for maybe an Obi Wan. I don't know what Cassian Andor I is just because he's going to be old as shit. Then I mean, I for the Obi Wan series, I don't. I, I'm assuming now. No, I'm not assuming anything. I, I I imagine it's going to be a combination of like old Ben Kenobi storylines and uh prequel like like flashback storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got to be some kind of a mix. I imagine because they have uh, uh um Christian Hayden Christian Hayden coming back. Thank you. Jeez. Uh, so he's coming back to be. Anakin slash Vader. He's going to be, it's going to have to be either flashback scenes or my thought was we're going to see a Vader cameo and it's going to be a scene where he doesn't have his helmet on. Yeah, that would be cool. That yeah, that, that would be very be cool. As long as they don't fucking meet, I'm fine. If they meet, they fuck up the canon because they, yeah. I, I, I mm. well, it doesn't know, matter know. how they write it. It fucks the canon up. Please, please, please don't do that. I don't think they will. I think we might see Maybe um, a little bit of Vader hunting, you know, trying to hunt Obi-Wan because of all the Jedi that he wants. It's Obi-Wan. Yeah. And Ahsoka. Um, yeah. If she's in the show now. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, it, 
because we we know that Osaka, uh, Osaka, yeah, um, Ahsoka and Rex, they I mean they presumably went off and maybe yeah. maybe joined the efforts of of Obi Wan and uh, and Yoda. Yeah, because we know Rex was part of the rebellion for sure. We know that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they even you know they. Yeah, I mean, I think that that we're gonna see maybe some flashback, but it's gonna be weird because. Hayden Christensen was like what, maybe twenty, and now he's in his fucking like mid to late thirties. Yeah. So he has to be an unmasked Vader scene. It has to be. Yeah. And then of course you and McGregor, he's aged properly. You know what I mean? Rough. I mean, then again, obviously, you know what I mean? Because it's what? How many years is it between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? Like, was it thirty? So like, yeah, I think it's like thirty. So presumably this no, series no, takes no, no, place. No, 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 because the, the kids are born. Oh, yeah. So like it's 20. like. They're like 20. So, yes. It's like 20 years. So, yeah. And Obi-Wan's like what? Like late, mid to late 30s in the early series. Um, yeah. In the prequel series. So he would presumably be in his 50s, maybe close to 60. So, I mean, he, he was kind of old for, I mean, they can make, they can age um, Ewan McGregor give him gray hair and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's going to take place like somewhere in the interim period, I think he looks, he looks just fine. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, I mean, it, look, it, I'm, Oh, do you think we'll have a fucking, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, like fucking force ghost. Fucking oh my God, dude, that would be amazing. Um, dude, it if, depends on who is running the project. Yeah. Cause if, if he has a, cause if he's alone, right. I mean, he can call out to some of the other Jedi, but if he were to talk, Yoda's still alive, right, obviously, at the time, and so is Ahsoka, and so is actually quite a few other Jedi. But of the ones he would potentially, if he's alone, who does he want to call out to, you know what I mean, for a guidance? It would well, it makes be sense because Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's the one that taught him and Yoda how to become Force Ghosts, so it yes. makes sense that he would have a cameo. Um, I don't... Unless it's the guys working on Mandalorian, working on it, I have yeah. literally zero hope for any kind of yes. correct fan service and or, because, yeah, or I mean, lore building. No, we can hope. I mean, obviously, um, fingers crossed, you know, I got high hopes because the Mandalorian's been so great. And what they did for us with Luke Skywalker, right, that's that's obviously amazing. Num- that's number one. That is amazing. Boba, uh, um, so Luke is who everybody, young Luke Master Luke is the who everybody wanted to see. Boba Fett's up there, you know what I mean? But, you know, we got to see Boba Fett return, and then we get to see, um, if we see, you know, Obi-Wan's going to return, which is fucking sick. And then if we see Anakin as Vader, um, as Hayden as Vader, and then we see fucking Qui-Gon. Dude, that's, yeah, dude, it's yeah. new Star Wars footage with all of our old favorites. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... I still like the idea of, I mean, whether it ever happens, the Sebastian Stan thing as Luke. Now, that's made it, that at least, at the very least, has at least made it to both Mark Hamill's and Sebastian Stan's eyes that people were like, fuck yeah, you should do this. Because people wanted um, Keanu Reeves to be um, Darth Revan, you know, and people are talking about Night to the Old Republic again because I think they're remastering the game or they're bringing it to next gen. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And of course, there were other people that can play Darth Revan. You know, it doesn't. But 
having the originals come back and then having the guy who played Django Fett be Boba Fett, you know. But I thought I thought uh, Brie Larson was going to be Revan. Nope. <laughs> Dude, I found that fucking article and I was like, they better fucking not. Because everything, oh, everybody man. keeps saying Knights of the Old Republic. They're like fucking screaming it like, you know, we want to see it on screen, right? And then if they made Revan, like, some characters, it doesn't really matter when you port them from the books to, you know, screen. But just Revan as a character, you know what I mean? It makes sense that he stays. He's a he's a pretty prominent character to just, yeah. like, completely change. And he has seen iterations not just in the books, but also in mini comics and in yeah. some video games. He's a middle-aged <clears throat> man. So not it's kind of like he is 20 something woman. I'm sorry. He, well, so the, the, the baseline for any argument, in my opinion, is that he is of the same caliber as, um, um, uh, God dang it, man. I fucking hate this. We're not doing the podcast in the afternoon anymore. <laughs> I can't fucking Same think. caliber as? Uh, uh, Admiral uh, Thrawn. Jesus. Uh, so he's a, he's a, he is the same caliber as Admiral Thrawn. Definitely Admiral Thrawn. Um, Admiral Thrawn is a very specific character. Who is getting played just, by Benedict Cumber? You, Cumberbatch? He's not. Benedict Cumberbatch has no interest in playing the character. He has specifically said that, and that's totally fine. Because I, I don't see that. I don't Benedict personally. That's Cabbage one Bench. fan casting that I don't get. Well, I don't well he, I thought because no, I know because I, because everybody's like, oh, but he did such a good job as Khan and fucking Star Trek. I'm like, Khan no. and fucking well, Thrawn Con, are two different people, yeah, Thrawn, even though I, their names are similar. I, you know, I mean, I've seen some of the fan photos and stuff, and just something about his face doesn't match it. I think Thrawn honestly looks a little bit like Grand Moff Tarkin, like a younger. If you slick back, you know, that really high. Hear me out on this. Hear me out um, on this. The guy that played uh, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, uh, I feel like he might do a good Thrawn. Yeah, he kind of he kind of has, he the has that manner about what him anyway. Is, oh, um, what is this? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I yeah. Exactly. From from uh, the he Patriot always, he plays bad guy. Every fucking bad guy. Ever. Yeah, he's always a bad guy. Um, Dude, he plays a good bad guy. No, yeah, no. If if you could if he could have those Pro, like, him with blue skin. Fucking, yeah, blue skin, slicked back. Um, Black hair. Doesn't he have like red eyes? Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, red eyes. Um, red yeah. eyes. Yeah, he would. Because he's a he's a chiss. Um, you know the white the white suit. Um, yeah, but then uh, isn't there so Thrawn? We're gonna see Thrawn, right? But what did they say we were gonna see him in? Is he in the? Um, I think he is reportedly being in this Ahsoka standalone live action. Yes, yeah, so that's that a whole is movie rumored right? to be coming. Wait, because she she hates him because he disappeared with what Ezra? Yeah. Like he fucking. Yeah, so. we know we know exactly nothing about how he's back and what's going on with that story. But the Mandalorian has set up a potential storyline of Ahsoka versus uh, Thrawn. And presumably that would bring some of the rebels plot lines like uh, Ezra Bridger into the live action. And we might see what happened to him if he's back um and and things of that nature which would be pretty cool because rebels oh, yeah. is actually a lot better than i originally gave it credit for i i tell you what i watched it the first time and i was like this isn't as bad as everybody said it was going to be but it's certainly not as good as clone wars and it, it was what it was and then i went back and i rewatched it and man is it good it is pretty fucking good like yeah if you can get over the 
lightsabers being kind of thin and some of the other art style choices in comparison to Clone yeah. Wars, it's pretty fucking good. It's I, Clone Wars is still better in my opinion, story and character and art wise, but mm-hmm. Rebels is pretty fucking good. So yeah, there's, um, there's definitely um. But you know, but like so back to what I was saying is like, you know, Thrawn's a very specific character, and I feel like Revan is also one of those very specific characters yeah, he, he has a look. from Legends that like you can't just bring him back in some random capacity. Because he's, he's gotta be brought back the way he was. He's a Jedi, he falls to the dark side, and then he turn he comes back to the light, but as a gray Jedi, right? No, he, he turns into a Sith. That's what I'm saying. No, no, he turns. No, he gets. Yeah, he goes to the dark side and turns into a Sith, but then he comes back. I after. I don't remember him coming back. Well, you know, because he. he that's I remember what, him fighting against the Sith. Like he he will fight against the other Sith, but he is still a Sith. Like he's still a bad guy. I don't think at any point no, does he. Uh, I'm pretty sure he. Um. Well, no, because this wasn't Revan's thing. Is he was a Sith? No, wasn't the Knights of the Whole Republic thing where he was a Sith. And then he gets in that battle. He gets knocked unconscious for a long ass fucking time, and it's basically when he comes to, he comes to, um, and he doesn't remember who the fuck he is, so he forgets that he was ever a Sith. Wasn't that what it is? Where? So I am looking it up right now because I thought he was he was a Sith and he he was a Sith master and he had his apprentice. The ship or whatever the fuck they're on gets blown up, but somehow he survives. But he's unconscious for a long time, and the Jedi bring him back and he doesn't remember who the fuck he is. So he kind of trains as a Jedi and becomes a Jedi master. And then eventually he realizes. Oh yeah, you're right. He he realizes like, Oh fuck. He starts off as the jet as a Jedi and then he falls and becomes uh, a prominent Sith Lord in the former Sith empire and rages war against the old galactic Republic. Um, He then renounces his Sith identity and becomes a Jedi and helps defeat the Sith empire and confronts the true Sith helping destroy its leader. Um, yeah. So, cause he yeah. takes his mask off and he's got the scars on his face. Cause that his mask was bolted to his face. Yeah. Cause he has the, he has the purple and red lightsaber, you know, I wanna which was know, his, I know he, that was his, um, I don't know how he ate if that mask was bolted to his face. Yeah. I don't know how he did anything, man, with a fucking mask bolted to his face. Uh, but he's a really cool character. He can so be like, to, um, like completely Darth Nihilus where he just mm-hmm. absorbed the souls of planets. Yeah. <laughs> But like, you know, to completely reworkshop that character would kind of be a detriment because there's a lot of established stuff they could easily port over. And they've been doing more of that. So to suddenly like backpedal. So it started with, oh, well, there's no prominent lore for us to port over to Star Wars canon. And then everybody was like, well, yeah, there is. And so then they started doing it with the Mandalorian. They Um, started doing it where they were like, "Okay, well, we're going to start bringing some of this legend content into reality. And that was good. So for them to like see that success and go, ah, we're gonna backpedal. We're gonna change the. We're gonna change things up again. But to been, me, that's dumb. That's bad management. But, they should continue to port things over where they can. Not everything is yeah. gonna be able to port, but they should port as much as they can over from Legends because that's Dude, the shit that fans want to see. Disney is strange in that they get a lot of fucking good shit going. They got it fucking like prime time with fucking Marvel and with fucking Star Wars right now. But you look at some of the antics and shit that they're doing, and they're like. Some of the people at the top don't want what's how the th- way things are to keep happening. And like when Kathleen Kennedy said that there's no good source material to write from so that we're going to keep creating new shit. And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Star Wars had one of the ro- the most robust 
you know, yeah, I mean, it was, at the time it was canon, and now it's all legends shit, like all the stories, and it was like, there are books that have been massive must-read fan favorites for decades. Like, straight up, if you were talk to a Star Wars fan, like, which book should they read? They're gonna say, oh, you need to read um, Heir to the Empire, fucking um, the Thrawn series, some of the ones with maybe Boba Fett in them, the yeah. ones about fucking, you know, that shit, you know, Darth Bane. It's cool because Lucas sanctioned a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and even if he didn't have a direct role in even it, even though they don't necessarily have movies, they made um, Revan and Bane are now canon, right? Because although it was not eh, in, well, it, it wasn't of. it wasn't in the movie, but when the source book that came out with for the sequel series, um, yeah, the last we learned movie. that Palpatine had named each of his fleet. One of them was the Revan fleet. Um, something like that. But then there was also, there's something somebody pointed out that there was a piece of artwork somewhere, like Sith artwork, and it showed like Bane and Revan and all of the other fucking Sith Lords on it. So, hint, it's kind of like hint, hint, like kind of what Guardians of the Galaxy kept doing with Adam Warlock, even though we haven't seen him yet, and allegedly he'll be in Guardians 3. Um, you know what I mean? So I think... Dude, but I'm stoked for fucking Book of Boba Fett. We know Din Djarin's gonna be in it. Um, but they... I think they've hinted... Lately. I mean, this and it said, like... It said, um... In different interviews, it said, Disney was so excited by the success of when people flipped the fuck out when these... You know, with all this fan service stuff, like, everybody's like, that's all we've ever wanted. Right? And then how much people fucking flipped the fuck out that Boba Fett's alive... Right, and they're like, "Oh well, you know, if if you can see Bosk or Dengar or maybe fucking some of the other fucking bounty hunters, dude, that'd be fucking amazing." Because yeah, you part of Boba Fett in Legends living was Dengar saves him. Yes, right, and there was some weird whack ass looking kind of dude, and people are like, "Oh, that's that's Dengar," and I was like, "No, that looks like a fucking robot." <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, and Simon Pegg has said that he. 100% because he's been in the other Star Wars movies wants to play Dengar and I was like fuck it you know what I mean he's got a big ass fucking suit on he doesn't even have to be jacked you know what I mean yeah you know he's, he's got the fucking his head wrap on and he's got his fucking modified um, Stormtrooper like I think it's Death I, I mean at the time Death Troopers didn't exist but it's modified like Scout Trooper and Commando like armor yeah it'd be I mean, cool if they made it like a modified uh, Death Trooper armor that he just yeah, got like, cause he has, he painted it. He got his own armor and then he painted it. You know what I mean? So he's fucking. Yeah. So we dove pretty deep into the uh, Star Wars rabbit hole. The last thing we want to talk about on today's episode is a sort of surprise premiere, um, which again is going to be this Friday. So if you're listening to this mm-hmm. episode, chances are you are also watching or have already watched this. Yep. But the Mortal Kombat movie is dropping surprisingly this Friday, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, cause we're recording this on a Thursday. Yeah. Latest shit. Latest shit. Um, <laughs> I, so, you know, the trailer came out, there's been talk about it, but not a ton of talk. Uh, my buddies and I, uh, Jake and I, we didn't really see the trailer until like a week ago. Um, well, there were, there were some, they had, they showed a trailer, right. But then, um, you know, little tidbits here. And then there were snippets of interviews, um, for, well, first there was a really small, like, it was like a, well, we got like a teaser and then yeah. we got like interviews and stuff like, oh, it's well, coming. We got more than a fucking teaser. We got 
the first seven minutes. No, no, of the no, movie. no, 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 no. Backtrack. So no, like no, we got the seven minutes. Yes, but I'm saying like it. The seven <laughs> minutes came within this last week. I know. Um. So like, really, it at least for me, maybe it's just me. Maybe this isn't the same. Uh, that like feeling that you got, but I feel like it was. I've been blindsided in the best way possible because I wasn't expecting this anytime soon. Like it wasn't on my radar at all. Like mm-hmm. there was a teaser trailer way back when we had some interviews. They released a trailer a couple of weeks ago that was more of a full length trailer. It's like, OK, cool. That's coming later this year. Yeah. And then we got the seven minutes of footage within this last week. And then it's like, yeah, it's this Friday. Yeah, and you're says, like, whoa, what? Yeah, I, I was not expecting it to be this Friday. Um, but given the fact that that video was out for like a day and it had 10 million views, um, I liked what I saw. Yeah, it looked dope. Um and they basically, so it was never, I don't think it was ever going to be a an Oscar winning movie. No. But if it's, can recreate the spirit of the original, yes, if you watch the original, it's kind of definitely very <laughs> 90s sci-fi, kind of like goofy martial arts. <laughs> it's but it's a film. Multiple, multiple <laughs> um, people, actors and stuff saying like, they're like, yeah, we didn't, we're not holding back with the actual fatalities. And in the seven minutes, um, this really isn't a spoiler alert. Um, maybe it is for people that don't know. But Scorpion versus Sub-Zero before they're in their classic ninja suits, right? In feudal Japan. Yeah. Um, they actually made Sub-Zero Chinese and they, Scorpion is Japanese and they are the heads of rival clans. And watching, because before, you know, this is the first couple of minutes, you watch Scorpion fight some of the ninjas and... He fucks them up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just to say the yeah. least. Like, yeah, yeah. It he, was pretty he, graphic. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, that looks like it's Mortal Kombat. People it, weren't, you know. It it um it looks promising. The first seven minutes looked very promising. Um it, I think that I what I'm hoping is that people are learning from the Godzilla formula. And it's if yeah. you just give the people what they want. Yeah. Then you're gonna have a yeah. successful movie, even if it's shit. Oh yeah, fucking the, the most is, recent Godzilla was a shit movie, but it was what the people wanted. No, so guess what? It side was note, great. It is. We don't have to pay for it. If you are a subscriber to HBO Max, it is free. Yes. Um, which is fucking dope. But yeah, dude, it's like here's the thing: is like people are like, well, we don't just want to remake something and then like give that to you know, the the people, you know, like we want to do something new and fresh. And I was like, yeah, you can do that, but do it the way the Mandalorian did it, where it's new Star Wars, but mixed with the old. Yes. And, you know, we saw because that's where the sequel fell off is it was too much new and not enough of the old. And they, you know, one of my favorite things to do was rewatching Mandalorian episodes and trying to find all the little Easter eggs, you know, yeah, whether it was graffiti on a wall or architecture or names or people in the background. Um, you know, like the one episode where um, Din Djarin goes to Tatooine, right? And they're in, Mos Eisley, in the bar, and he sits in the fucking exact same spot that Han Solo sat in, and there's the charred fucking mark behind the other guy. Or no, the other the other dude who's like the fake Han Solo is sitting there. You know what I mean? And you see Greedo's fucking burn mark in the fucking wall behind him. Yeah. And then Din Djarin sits where Han Solo sat. And you're like, that is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, holy fucking shit. You know, it's it's new 
you know, but in the old setting. It's like, that's what we want. And then it's that's where, you know, Marvel gives us a lot of what is giving us what we want to see. And if yeah, more movies could do that. Yeah, we're back f- on <laughs> we're back on Star Wars again. But the yeah, the point is more if more oh, movies we're never leaving Star Wars. If more <laughs> if more movies, if more if more people, especially with video game movies, just give the fans what they want, man, and you're gonna get a successful formula. So the, the seven minutes looked dope. Um, I like the subtle changes that they made. Um, I think it's kind of cool that Scorpion is Japanese and Sub-Zero is Chinese and they are because they're playing off of not just ruling factions, but ruling ways of life because there is a historical rivalry between those two countries that goes back a long, long time. So I feel like they're playing off of that a little bit, which is actually kind of intriguing to me. I'm curious to see how that unfolds or if they'll even touch on it more in the film. Um, the powers looked dope. So like sub zero's frost powers actually yeah, looked pretty they didn't fucking try to good. Fucking play him down at all. Um, yeah, it didn't look like it didn't look too over the top. It didn't look too CGI. It looked, it looked good. Um, and so, you know, it was a very short and sweet taste of what the movie will be, mm-hmm. but my hopes are high. Um, I, I think it's going to be, again, I don't think it's going to be like Jake said, it's not going to be an Oscar winner. It's not going to be some amazing like The Dark Knight or anything like that, but it's going to give us some solid action and it looks like it's going to deliver on a lot of the prominent things that make Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat Mortal Kombat. So oh, yeah. we will have a review for that in the very next episode um, as soon as we watch this tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking stoked. And trust yeah. me, I mean, once you guys can all expect once Book of Boba Fett comes out and if there are more dude if we if we can see him build a an army to i mean he's building his own empire but dude i swear to god if they do the fucking retaking of mandalore because that's what the other mandalorians want and if boba fett is also you know that's gotta be a big episode we're gonna talk about this big dude that's the one thing that i've wanted to see in live action star wars that we kind of saw in episode three um and that is large scale battle sequences. Oh yeah, because we're gonna see not fleet um, battles. We've seen fleet battles. Like we've gotten some good fleet. I want to see large scale land assaults. Oh yeah, because presumably um, stuff that we saw in the Clone Wars animated series. Presumably, because we have, um, you know, we have the Mandalorians. You know that do want to take retake Mandalore. You know they're so scattered now, but we have small groups that. Like, you know, maybe now is the fucking time. And so it's presumably still being held by the Empire. Um, you know what I mean? But. It, I think know. we I think we what we need is a whole episode devoted to Star Wars talk because we do. Uh, there's clearly a lot that we could say about it. But um, I we are we we have covered a lot of stuff for today's episode. And we have even more that we're going to cover in next episode. It's going to be a lot of reviews because we've got two big things coming out tomorrow um, and a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. Motherfucking um, Atlantis. We will <laughs> fucking Atlantis. Um, we will probably I'm going to look into some game stuff. There's a couple of games I played here recently, so we might do some reviews of that. Of course, there mm-hmm. was the Call of Duty event this week that I have been partaking in. Uh, a couple other things. So we might try to fit those in in the next episode, get back into some video game stuff. Otherwise, it's going to be mostly reviews. So uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Yeah. 
We will uh, hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Definitely go watch uh, Mortal Kombat. Watch the last episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we will see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.